Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is the show where we talk about the weekend's box office. I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show. We have Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How you been? Been a while since we did a show. How's everything going? <laughs> it's been a been a crazy month in life. So mm-hmm. you know, it's been a hot sex since we've been back on. But Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we got well, two big openings this weekend. Two very big openings that you know, very interesting openings. I actually would say. So I'm excited to get into that. So everyone, if it's your first time on the show, Larry and I go through the box office. We go through the top five of the weekend. Uh, we wait. We usually do it Sunday, but because of Memorial Day weekend and the extra day that gets added to the box office, we decided to you know to do it today. And we go through the top five, and then at the end of the show, we go through predictions for in the next coming of weeks. Probably check some international numbers for other movies, and that is it. Okay, so. Let's get started, Larry, with our number one movie of the weekend. First, we had uh, we had the new releases for Quiet Place Part 2, Cruella, and World War Z. Uh, re-release from Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> I, I opened this up. I said, oh, okay. World War Z was, was re-released this weekend. So, all right. That being said, let's get into the numbers. What we got? So, coming in at number one, we have A Quiet Place Part 2, which brought in a very impressive $48.3 million for the three-day weekend and a $58.5 million opening for the holiday four-day weekend. As a comparison, the original A Quiet Place opened to 50 million over its mm-hmm. first three days. So just a fall off of 2 million for the sequel in a much more difficult time to open up. So this yeah. is really impressive, like a really impressive number. I was super happy when I saw it because I, I kind of thought, you know, Godzilla versus Kong would be our peak for a little bit. Um, and it did, it opened up really well. What did Godzilla vs. Kong do again? Did like 32 and million, like, I believe? Yeah, it was like 48 for its first five days. Right, five days, right? Because yeah. it, it did that it did that Wednesday release, right? Yeah. So when I was hearing that, oh man, I got so excited. That's why I knew. I was like, okay, Larry, we got to get back on box office this week. Um, there's some good stuff going on. There's some good things coming up. You know, as far as like big movies, so this gets me super excited. Fifty-eight million uh, for three days is fantastic because because it's just like you said. The first one did fifty million opening weekend, right? So that tells me this would have done this would have done a lot more because AMC is still doing the uh, social distance seating, mm-hmm. um, and I know there's still a couple of theaters and locations not open fully. So this shows me this would have opened up bigger than the first one. And we kind of go on record about how sometimes sequels just don't pop off. But I mentioned earlier on uh, on Twitter this weekend that they have something here with this franchise. I know a lot of people don't like when studios kind of milk something. But I have been saying for a while that Paramount needs something. You know, all they have really right now is like I think it's Mission Impossible uh, is all they really have right now. And um they need some they needed like something. So I I think this is pretty good for them. So uh yeah, you you what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a fantastic number. So I know the industry was a little bit scared because Memorial Day actually is oftentimes the quote-unquote official start of summer blockbuster season. Right. So Marvel has kind of changed that up uh, recently to basically the first weekend of May. But right. this is usually a really strong weekend at the box office. Uh, people are excited. Uh, but they, they were still predicting this to make about $30 million over the mm-hmm. opening. And here we are at $48 million for three days. And for four days, $58 million. I mean... That's, that's great. That's, that's great. Yeah. Number. It got an A minus cinema score, a 91% Rotten Tomatoes, both of which are uh, higher than the original as well. So yeah. it's it's really uh, something. And then looking at A Quiet Place Part 2 a little further, it did also open in international territories mm-hmm. and through today it's made 80.5 million worldwide so it was just really great numbers for a still a mid-budget horror film it's not like saw or anything where mm-hmm. it costs nothing to make but i mean yeah these are these great numbers and really great for an original property uh john krasinski directing and writing his first two films ever and mm-hmm. to come out the gate like this is really strong. So, uh, yeah, you said you mentioned internationally. We'll get into some international numbers, uh, you know, after the top five. But yeah, and China did about fourteen million and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it pretty good, pretty good opening all around um, for a Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, I don't know what the future is for uh, the movie. I think someone mentioned that you know there's you know. There's like a part three in the works, I think, that John Krasinski is lending to another director or something. But it was so nice to see the theater because I didn't go to the theater for God Delivers Us Kong. You know, I kind of was still kind of eh about going into going out. Um, but I got my, I got my two Vicky shots and stuff. So I went this weekend and it was so nice to see a full theater on a saturday night i saw i saw i was at a per early press screening last week but i knew i wanted to see the movie with the public again so i saw it again this on saturday with my mother and it was crowded it was a good it was you know uh it was nice to see again you know uh we saw it and we saw it in dolby and she loved it you know um and stuff audiences seemed to like it did you have question for you did you have any like bad theater experiences or something because i feel like that's the, been the talk of twitter this week is that theaters are back but also you know what's also back is these horrible horrible uh theater uh stuff and whatnot did that happen for you at all Mm-mm. i mean i was i was good that's fine yeah yeah well, i was like I really did them back to back i did corella in a quiet place both on the same night and both of my experiences were fun Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, my th- yeah. So it was a lot of fun in my theater and stuff. Um, you know, everyone had a good time. So I'm really happy. I think when we did so well, uh, we we kind of had some some you know kind of estimates that it was going to do around this number, but to actually see it be done is great, and it shows me that without a pandemic, even you know, because we're kind of getting back into normal a little bit, but it feels like you would have done a lot bigger without all the limitations it had. You know. So um, it's good to see. So number two, what do we got? 
So coming in at number two was Disney's Cruella, which brought in $21.3 million for the three-day weekend and $26.5 million for the holiday four-day weekend. Looking at those numbers... It also delivered more than its initial um, estimates, which were to be around $17 million. Uh, It has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes and delivered an A cinema score. So actually had a little bit higher cinema score than A Quiet Place Part 2. But we did see that 53% of women made up A Quiet Place Part 2's audience, but 64% of the audience for Cruella this weekend was female moviegoers. So... Women powered Cruella to these strong numbers. And then looking worldwide, Cruella also did open in some international territories as well. Mm-hmm. And it has delivered 42.6 million. So this is all in addition to the $30 premium charge you can pay for Disney yeah. Premiere as well. Um, okay, so this one was actually interesting for me because I was like, A Quiet Place Part 2 nearly pretty much doubled uh, what Cruella did in its opening weekend. So we have to keep in mind with the uh, the, the $30 Disney Plus edition. But uh, I think, I don't know, I feel like this is kind of, this is kind of uh, show, you know, what what this shows is that the movie kind of didn't really skew to to kids that much. Mm -hmm. Kind of skewed to, listen, listen, I have no problem with, a lot of people are weird, I'm saying, so everyone is like, who's Cruella for and this and that. And, and um, but you know what I mean? It's under the Disney umbrella. And it's, a, of course, you know, Cruella DeVille from the 101 Dalmatians. But it's one of those things that they tried. And I, I'm always for when studios and just directors and writers want to, like, do different things. Uh, now, I don't think you should do this a lot, like, every single time. Like do a villain or I'm t- I'm getting kind of tired of villain origin stories because they just don't work and you know it's fun I loved Cruella but you know but when you kind of think about what they had to do kind of like make you turn turn against the dogs you know from the cartoon and stuff and kind of root for her it's what you have to do when you do villains so when I saw that post of like oh what other Disney villains should get their own movie I'm like none quite frank because no, you know it's not I don't think it really works anymore um. And Maleficent is fun and stuff like that. And this one was a lot of fun. But I think even Maleficent kind of skews more to children more than Cruella does. Uh, The trailers did not seem like a kid movie at all. And the movie is very mature for Disney's standards when it comes to the live action. So um, I think that's what this number kind of shows. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Obviously, once again, the pandemic plays a big part into what we're looking at but mm-hmm. just in contrast um we saw a quiet place part two only two million dollars off of the original's opening right. with the pandemic in right. contrast looking at cruella dumbo opened to 45.9 million and that was considered uh pretty disappointing for a disney yeah, live yeah. action film um so and that's over double 
too. That's yeah. double what Cruella just made, even with the $30 charge. Now, granted, Dumbo was only rated PG compared to PG-13, but we don't really yeah. have a good comparison because, I mean, Maleficent obviously made way more than this. Maleficent did big numbers. Um, what did Mulan, Maleficent do? Mulan didn't get a theatrical release, and that was also yeah. PG-13, so it's hard to really look at that as a comparison uh, but maleficent in its opening yeah, it's 69 brought 69 million, million. Yeah, uh, also mean, only pg but pg okay yeah i just think that i really think that's what because when i saw it's a quiet place number i was like okay so i really we really cannot use the argument of pandemic because when spiral came out that was like everyone's thing it's like oh you guys realize it's a pandemic people are so interested i was like i don't really think that's the case i think it wasn't you know it didn't grab people and what i've what i've noticed this year when it comes to box office is that people will show up for movies that they care about i mean that's always the case when it comes to box office but before it was kind of more what's coming out this weekend let's go see it okay whatever you know what i mean now it's like okay what do i really want to go spend my money on you know right now and for some reason a quiet place part two it just it the, the premise and the gimmick of the movie just kind of it brings in audiences. And I just think that you would kind of think that a Disney movie would kind of swamp over a Paramount movie, uh, you know, immediately. We even went the PD-13 rating and stuff. So I just think it just comes down to audience, you know, kids not really. I feel like, you know, Maleficent has a PG, has a PG rating. It seemed more like a more whimsical and more is that does that make sense like more kind of yeah. kid inviting more than cruella uh, i even i even felt that way when i saw the first cruella trailers i was like oh that seems very mature in a good way for me though because I, I love the movie so it was just kind of interesting to kind of see how it, how it all kind of played out and you still have 30 dollar tag on disney plus as well so and it's interesting because also uh, it's hard to use like how far do we use those premiums because yeah. it feels like if people want to see something on the big screen they're going to godzilla right. vs kong had that huge number regardless of playing for free on hbo max because people deemed that a, a box you know a theater movie and i think that's the same thing with a quiet place part two is people watch that and they deem it I need to. Go, I want to go see this at a movie theater, and to lesser extent, I think even like Mortal Kombat, which opened yep. well. But Mortal Kombat, we saw the HBO Max numbers did really well on HBO Max because I think people yeah. were like, "Well, I don't know, I'm a little skeptical." But something like Spiral or Cruella, it just seems like people are like, "Well, I don't know, maybe I can just skip it or wait or watch it at home." Yeah, I just, I, um, cause even like my mom wants to see Cruella, right? So my mother, uh, she was like, Hey, you know, can you, you know, give me your password for Disney plus. And I said, no, for what? And she's like, I watch Cruella. I'm like, you know, it's 30 bucks. I was like, Oh God, no, I forget it. You know? And she already decided that she was going to the movies this weekend and she wanted to see a quiet place part two over Cruella. So I just think. I think maybe even with this going back to back, because what do you think it would have done if it didn't go back to back with A Quiet Place Part 2? Do you think it would have done around Maleficent numbers or close or even like I a really 45, think, 50? I really think they should have moved Cruella I, up to last weekend when nothing which had came nothing. out. 
yeah. literally nothing. Uh, so it wouldn't have had any competition. Um, and I think it might have done better. I know they wanted the holiday weekend or whatever, but uh, I, I mean, they saw it. they got rolled over by a quiet place part two. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, I mean, I was baffled when I when I saw he, the, the the talk of the weekend was more as far as box office was a quiet place part two and its records that it was breaking. And I was like, what about? I kept forgetting like Cruella. What's what's Cruella doing? How's Cruella doing right now? And stuff. So over four days, um, you know, 26 mil, maybe it'll have some legs, you know, because we do see more of the Disney kind of movies, you know, keep their legs longer than the other films. Um, but um, listen, I'm not mad at this because I, I mean, it's an obscure kind of, it's a different original idea. And I would always like to see those kind of movies prevail when it comes to box office. Like Disney's fine. If they take an L, on a box office for a movie yeah. they're like they're they're fine but like you know i feel like sometimes studios need stuff like this kind of like a like a like you know like a hoop raw like a hoopla kind of thing 58 million for weekends that's this this is the this is the movie of the weekend you know so yeah um yeah it's interesting okay number three what do we got all right, so moving along into that number three spot, we had our previous number one with Spiral, which did hold that number one position for two weeks, uh, delivering another $2.275 million for the three-day weekend and $2.9 million for the full holiday four-day weekend, giving us a new domestic total of $20.4 million for the latest Saw film. And a new international uh, worldwide total of twenty seven point one eight million after three weeks of release. Listen, I know horror fans are in denial, but this I'm really disappointed in these spiral numbers, um, especially with a Quiet Place Part Two and that being kind of horror monster movie. Uh, these spiral numbers are like really disappointing for me, and I know it's rated R, but they put a lot into the marketing of this movie. They put. They put like 21 Savage, who's like a big star, you know, for like for a sound, you know, not a soundtrack, but like for like a, you know, a single for the movie. You have Chris Rock, you have Samuel L. Jackson. I'm disappointed in this in this uh the numbers that it's been doing. It's on its third week, 2.9 million, which is like okay for you know, it's okay for where where we're at right now, but it dropped 50% this weekend. Uh, it opened really. I remember that opening. I wanted to do a show, but I, I think something happened again. But it's like eight point seven million was the opening. Like I, that's disappointing. And I know a lot of horror fans like, oh, I know, but like <laughs> these numbers are very disappointing for Spiral, and I'm sure Lionsgate was expecting a lot more. Yeah, um, I talked a little bit about it actually with Hannah <laughs> on the live show we did that week, and. Yeah. We were kind of talking about, you know, kind of predicting and speculating. Uh, and I know Hannah might get drug over A Quiet Place Part 2 doing so well. Uh, somebody, yeah. somebody uh, one of the listeners was not <laughs> happy. Um, but just looking at that, I felt like there was so much more buzz around this than, say, Jigsaw. And Jigsaw opened twice as big as Spiral. And yes, yeah. you know, pandemic, you can argue that if you want. But that's half it made half of what Jigsaw made when it released, and they opened in the same amount of theaters, pretty much. Uh, it wasn't a big theater decrease. Yeah. Um, 
And this, I mean, this is just by far the worst uh, box office for a Saw franchise. I mean, and Saw has been consistent I, at the box office. I really do not want excuses for it because I like Spiral. But listen, I went to see Spiral twice. Um, and just each time the theater, there was like four people in one screening. Then the next one was like three people. Is and then the theater was pretty much it was everyone. I don't know. Okay, I don't know what happened with this franchise. With the uh, franchise, I don't know what you do from here. Um, it might. It, it, it kind of feels like a thing where we kind of have to. Maybe it's time to put it. You know, go go in the go behind the the uh, the, the you know the barn with spot with the uh, saw franchise and put it out to pasture because everyone was like, okay, this is week three. And like, okay, let's, let's look at it. Let's, let's look at three weeks ago, how the box office was. And, you know, three weeks, you can't really say, oh, pandemic is why. And then three weeks later, quiet place opens to 56 million, you know, um, and Cruella is doing well and stuff like that. So I just think it comes down to not a lot of interest with these movies anymore. And the word of mouth for it wasn't that like great. So, um, yeah, just I was bummed out when I first saw the numbers for the movie. Um, and then I had to realize that maybe it's just not it's not it anymore. Like, I think that I think that next Purge movie is going to do awful. I really do. Um, <laughs> I don't remember how the first Purge did. Not the first Purge movie, but, you know, that last movie. Yeah. I don't remember how it did, but I feel like this next Purge movie is going to do hor- horrendous. Like, I really do. Um, yeah. so I mean, cool, just to put so. it into perspective, uh a quiet place part two on its friday number alone pretty much has made what spiral has made for its full three weeks of release so far and pretty soon we're gonna have to get out of that get out of that excuse of pandemic pretty soon like you know what i mean like uh when the next couple of weeks like if, if black widow doesn't pop off which i think it will you know we we can't be like oh pandemic you know it's 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 still it's here it's not gone and stuff but more and more people are vaccinated more and more people are going to the theaters the first purge in 2018 opened to 17 million. So I'm thinking this one, next one is gonna, I'm just not, it's not looking good for kind of certain horror films unless you're like a, on a scale of a quiet places. So yeah. that being said, let's go to number four. So coming in at number four is Wrath of Man, the latest from director Guy Ritchie, brought in 2.1 million over the three-day weekend and 2.75 million for the full holiday weekend in its fourth week of release. So far, the Jason Statham revenge flick has made 22.7 million domestic Mm -hmm. and 80.4 million worldwide to date. I don't even know this distributor. What is United Artists releasing? What is that? <laughs> I, mean... Is that? I, I mean, hey, listen, I had a lot of fun with this uh, movie. It's still in quite a lot of theaters, oh which um, it's it's in its fourth week. Uh, I was expecting a lot from this movie as far as box office goes. Twenty two million is good. Wrath of Man. It's uh, it, I had a lot of fun with it. Did you like it? You, you uh, saw it, right? I thought it was all right. I thought it was. I had. I had fun. I just had a. I had a good time. You know, Jason Statham being Jason Statham. Um, yeah, I think this is. I think this is good. Two point seven million fourth week. This is. This is fine. Number four. It's good. It's serviceable. Is what I'll say. Um, yeah. I'm looking. Nothing. Nothing too exciting to talk about. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me... So um. Okay. Let me just look because with Guy Ritchie, that's the thing for it's him. Very hit or miss, huh? 
is this is uh, again pandemic wise uh the gentleman opened to 10 million only just last year which got good reviews people liked it that saw it and it went on to gross 36 million so just looking at wrath of man i mean it's not it opened to 8.3 so you know this is pretty in line with recent guy ritchie output yeah, which is like it's you know, it's a lot. It's you know, it's other the than, uh, with the caveat of other than Aladdin because that that right. was well, the of power course. of Disney more than the power of Guy Ritchie. Don't even <laughs> I don't even want to go back to Aladdin. Oh my god, I was like, it's like ten, 11 weeks in the box office. I was like, Larry, can we get this? Leg did its way to a billion dollars. <laughs> it really did, and everyone was like, oh, it made a billion dollars. It really, it was like it was like Avatar. It just. just just never did stopped. not never stopped moving and stuff. It was one of those movies that did really well. Um. Okay, where are we at? Number five. Speaking of never stop moving, here we go yep. with number five and Raya great and the Last number. Dragon. In its thirteenth week of release, Raya the Last Dragon brought in another one point nine million, which was actually already just from the three day a twenty percent increase in its box office. And then for the holiday weekend, it brought in two point five seven million dollars and keeping in mind this film has now been out on blu-ray for i believe two weeks so yeah. it's increasing its box office after coming out on blu-ray this regardless is only, yeah. this is the only movie in the box office that increased their percentage 19 yeah. percent, and it actually had a theater slash of 300 theaters um leaving 300 theaters this is a good That's number, and, and this is like, so I think it's, we can solidify animated movies won the pandemic, because they just never stopped, and I think when it can, when it comes to these, and I don't know when the next animation is, but I think it's Luke, Luke is not in theaters, huh? Luke is not in theaters, so it's... Oh, man, that's a missed opportunity, I believe. I really do think that's a missed opportunity. I think Luca would have done really well in Yeah, I think so. It's probably uh, full animated... Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the next one is. It's two point five million in its thirteenth week. We was just talking about Aladdin, um, you know, having as having this much legs. But uh, this is a this is a great number. I mean, and I think uh, next week it's going to pass Wrath of Man and Spiral. I think it's going to jump over them because yeah, they've I been agree. falling pretty hard, and it's going up. <laughs> I agree, and of course, you know, Memorial Day weekend. Want to get the kids out the house? There's like one animated movie in the theaters right now. Um, and that's Ryan and Last Dragon, and I think this is this is a really this is a great opening. I have not not even opening. This is a great number in total for uh, Ryan and Last Dragon, and I'm really happy to see it. Two point five million. It's thirteenth week. It's pretty good, and I don't think it's gonna go below two two million next week. I think it's gonna stay right, maybe like two point two, two point three. So um, yeah, one of those movies that just does not seem to be. And this does have the thirty dollar thing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So this was yeah. like Cruella. This had that thirty million op- uh, charge. It does yeah. come to Disney Plus for everyone next Friday. So we'll see how that. So, yeah, okay. That might take a hit on it, but you know, even with Cruella opening, Raya went up in box office. Yeah, and I like I said, I think that's just because um, this that's clearly skews to children more than Cruella did. And uh, you got you need something this weekend. If 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 it's cold by you, like it is in on the East Coast and stuff, then you know I gotta get the kids out of the house somehow. So here it is. 
And it's um, made 51 domestic and 128.4 worldwide in addition to whatever it made on Premiere Access, which we don't have the numbers for. So <laughs> I know those streamers. I remember that was like the top. That was like our biggest crutch last year. We were trying to do trying to figure out what to do box office on last year yeah. when the pandemic started. Um, there was nothing. There was no numbers. There was just we just nothing. So I'm happy to be back. So I just all right. want this next film that I want to talk about is Godzilla sure. vs Kong. I just want it to lay like it to hundred million so bad. It's slowing down. Oh, it's <laughs> so over the four day it made just over a million, yep. leaving it at ninety eight point three million dollars. Oh no, Larry! Larry, this is it. It's That's it. So close. I just I think want it'll get to a movie I think to make that hundred mil, and it's so close. It'll get to ninety. It'll get to hey, a quiet place will do it. A Quiet Place for sure will do it. If A Quiet yeah. Place doesn't make a hundred, I'll be stunned. That would be an yeah. epic bomb after opening weekend. But yeah, yeah, I just uh, it's I think so Godzilla close. versus Kong will cap at ninety nine point five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. And I then think. Warner Brothers yeah. gonna re-release it. They're gonna <laughs> they want that night. They want it too. I know it. As they sh- honestly, as they should get that hundred mil. I think you know. But look at this. Speaking of Warner Brothers, though, oof, uh, those what, who what? wish we did fell off a cliff oh yeah let's get into these percentage drops yeah those who 71 percent. and that movie hasn't really popped off at all at the box office wait a minute this is week two isn't it hold on for those who wish me dead this three opened. week three this is week three this movie went from okay let's look at these numbers this movie has has like slashed by halves like 2.8 is opening 1.9 and then five hundred and forty-five thousand. What happened here? <laughs> Especially you what know happened? Angelina <laughs> returning to what looked like a cool movie. I here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's here's what I think it happened. Right. So this is also an HBO Max. Listen, I don't like to use my mom for examples, but I mean she's all I got as far as casuals go. Her and my boss is all I got. My mom, like if you ask her. Because she kind of, she gets rubbed off by me and my movie-isms as far as, like, going to the theater mm-hmm. and stuff to seeing things. So if I ask her, hey, you want to go see Those Who Wish Me Dead in theaters or HBO Max? She's going to be like, HBO Max, I don't, I don't have time for this. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what a lot of people just did. They just HBO Max. Like, yeah. who cares? You know? This is a movie. It's like, it's how I would be, like, with Black Widow. When Black Widow comes out, it's doing Disney Plus thing. Cruella as well. Like, I I mean, of course, as creators, when you get screeners, you watch those. But if I had a choice of seeing Cruella in theaters or Disney Plus, I mean, I'm going to go in theaters because I have the AMCA list and stuff. I'm yeah. not paying $30 and whatnot. But <laughs> with those who wish me dead, I mean, I probably just watch it at home. I mean, it's one of those movies where it's like it's a very serviceable watch at home flick you know it's very easy it's most everyone it's kinda, on our team watched it on hbo max uh, yeah it's uh, it's, it's uh, like yeah. uh what's that movie with michael b jordan that came out a few weeks without remorse oh yeah it's yeah. the same thing i watched like wrath of man wrath of man was had an option of at home for free hbo max i'd be like okay wrath of, Method, wrath of man at home you know yeah. it's just one of those movies where it's just like eh you know even with the angelina jolie kind of being back it just it's it does the movie does not look that interesting it was a firefighter with a kid. I don't know. I just don't understand how interesting that would be. You know what I mean? Now, if this is like a, if this is like 
her being a spy or something, you know, like in her other films, I think that would have popped off crazy. But I mean, you're a firefighter. Okay. You know, so I don't think, I just don't think it interested a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then we have sadly. to talk about this Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, still killing the game. Yeah. Uh, it's for the weekend, it made 1.5. This movie yeah. has made 46.7 million. This anime, 46.7 million domestic. I'm stop sleeping on them animes, man. They, they, they pop off. They pop. There was 48 million worldwide. Listen, I, I, I'm not an anime. Anime, I'm, I'm a casual anime watcher. Like, if somebody was like, hey, have you seen Jungin H2? No, I've never seen it. But, like, if... Okay, if I have... I have the ones that I favor. Like, um... Like, Naruto and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Like, I know Leo and, and, like, Ren, they're into these kind of movies and stuff. But anime... There's something about anime that is really exciting to audiences and it skews more to the Asian audience because it's really big overseas and stuff. And even, I remember there was a Dragon Ball Z movie that was doing so well, I think in 2019 that came out mm-hmm. and it even made me like, oh, should I go watch it? You know, like even I was like, because seeing the numbers, I'm like, it's doing so well. It's yeah. playing in a theater near me. Should I just go watch it? I never did. But like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, it, they they become they become kind of a cult kind of following thing, mm-hmm. you know, but like, and I think that's just kind of what gets people to go to see them sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. So great number for Demon Slayer. Yeah. Demon Slayer killing it. Mortal Kombat had a huge drop this weekend. Oh, but at least yeah, that's I mean, in week six. Um, yeah. Let's see what else we got. That one's doing far. well total. So, so World War Z, the re-release, $347,000 in what 80 theaters. Random movie to just re-release. <laughs> hey, top that 10, I guess. Random to me. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the name of the game when it comes to when it comes to these pandemic re-releases. I'm glad that we're getting into more kind of, you know, fresher movies coming out in the box office and stuff. So once we go after World War Z, number 10, I, I have like half of these movies. I, I don't know. What, what, the Dry, Final Account, New Order. What, is, what, are, what are these things? New Order I saw at the Denver Film Festival last year. How was that? It's good. It's good. It's brutal. Brutal. Okay. <laughs> I've actually seen it advertised. Maybe because there's so much horror that has been coming out recently that yeah. I've seen it in front of there. But it's a, it's a Spanish language film, so mm-hmm. that's not going to do... Crazy look what's anyway. final! Look what's uh, finally kind of get dwindling out of the box office. The Crudes, a new age. Oh my god! <laughs> Sixty-two thousand dollars, fifty-eight Jesus. million total. Twenty-seven weekend, oh twenty-seven god. weekends in the box office. That is insane. Still um, in the top twenty. It's still trucking. There's, it's trucking. It's nuts. Um, Okay, so let's get into some international stuff. Uh, F nine internationally released. Uh, in China, it did it did a big opening in China, yeah, it did. Uh, and it's opening weekend, one hundred and thirty six million. Yeah, one hundred and thirty six million in China. Then it made an additional twenty million this past weekend. Mm-hmm. What's up with this drop? Like eighty four percent drop. I think China usually is that normal. Has, yeah, China okay. usually okay. has them crazy drops for whatever reason. I don't know. They have unless it's a Chinese specific movie that opens big, the, yeah. they usually drop pretty big. <laughs> 
Okay, and then we so that yes, yeah, so the twenty that. million. It's already at uh, two hundred and twenty-nine million dollars. Crazy, it's in, and it's hasn't insane. opened in the U.S. yet. It's insane, insane. Um, okay, let's see something. I think it's gonna be another billion-dollar entry for F, the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if that Chinese number is quite big enough. Yeah, what it, what would it usually do? Do you know? Because Fast and Furious Eight made a billion dollars purely off of international, because it did not do that great in the U.S. But everywhere else, it just went gangbusters. So the Fate of the Furious mm-hmm. made over a billion dollars international alone, like not even looking at mm-hmm. us. And in China, it made three hundred and ninety-two million in China alone. Yeah. So this one is going to teeter out somewhere around maybe 200 if it can get there in China, and that's it. So that's about half of what the last one made in China. Okay. Okay. So we'll see how it goes, I guess. Um, Okay. So let's look at coming up this weekend. Um, Okay. So internationally, we have The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It in in the United Kingdom. Didn't that come out this weekend? Yeah, the in the UK, it no, not 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 uh that comes out this weekend, but it's internationally not already released, and it opened to three point eight million yeah, over oh. there. Um, so this weekend, yes, we have the Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It, and Spirit Untamed. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but uh, that's uh, like, oh, there's, there's your new animated film, The Spirit Untamed, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, we also have that movie. Oh, I remember watching that movie last year, The Carnivores. Not good. Uh, okay, so The Conjuring. Listen, I don't know. I did not like it. I'll get into a review when the embargo lifts tomorrow. Uh, but I was extremely disappointed. It's gotten other good reviews. I don't get it. But I mean, as a fan of the franchise, I was extremely disappointed. But I know that doesn't mean anything as far as like you know how I feel. It's all about are people going to go out to see this now listen it's r-rated it's it's horror horror movies have this something in the water when it comes to horror movies during the pandemic kind of you know even you know i don't know what it is but besides a quiet place like all the other ones have just been doing okay you know like nothing has really kind of sparked anything crazy so what do you see i guess Uh. I mean, especially, we've had so many. That's the thing, is there's been a lot of horror films to come out, like, kicking out of the pandemic. Um, Spiral didn't do great. I mean, really, none of them have done all that much, except for A Quiet Place Part 2. And now this is coming out right after A Quiet Place Part 2, which I question why it (laughs) is opening the weekend after. Uh, the country. Well, I think to... this is all the releases that was supposed to come out, kind of just kind of getting shuffled out. You know, trying to get these movies out of here I so mean, everyone can I be on schedule. Again. I would have wanted to come out before A Quiet Place. So I would have moved The Conjuring up to last weekend um, to beat it out of the You know what I mean? Like beat it yeah. out of the gate and then it has to compete with you rather with than you, you rather... having to compete with it so, after that it, huge number. So my theory is that I think The Conjuring is, I think A Quiet Place 2 is going to be number one again next week. Oh yeah, for Quite sure. Quite frank. 100%. To think about The Conjuring movie, The Conjuring movies itself do well. Mm-hmm. When the when they try to do the universe thing, they well, don't do well. Well, The Nun right? is actually the highest grossing one of them all. 
including yeah the nun is like the nun did really well and i think because i i don't people don't listen everyone hates the movie i like the nun okay i have a little bit of a soft love for the movie itself um because i actually felt when what my my one gripe when it comes to the conjuring is that james wan's james wan's like tension is just not there and he's not directing he's not directing this one it's directed by uh, i think michael chavez who did uh, the curse of la llorona um and it's directed yes yeah, directed by him and it's just the movie does not have the tension that i like um it's just kind of like oh it's quiet for two seconds and here's the scare wow and stuff and i'm like not a fan i need something better than that uh, and I think the nun had that actually had better tension than, uh, the conjuring that made me do it. So when it comes to these movies, the conjuring did well, I believe the first one it did, it opened to 41 million. I think that's because of how good the trailer was. The trailer, that first trailer was fantastic. The conjuring two did about the same 40 million. Mm-hmm. So if I would have to guess, cause I kind of read, I, I wrote a quiet place part two off the same way Hannah did. So like, Oh, we'll see. You know, so maybe I can look at The Conjuring 3 as like, uh, uh, I'm gonna go 25, 20. I'm just trying not to be so, I'm trying not to be so harsh the way I was with the, with the, with A Quiet Place. I was harsh. I was like, I don't, you know, whatever, you know, but like, I don't know what, what do you, what, what, what's the number you're giving it? Oh, um, I, I also mean, think the nun opened up at a really so the conjuring movies they have a tendency of doing summer right mm-hmm. the nun was like the one that did september and september is when you're getting close to halloween and i and a lot of studios are sleeping on that on that time slot because the it movies do well in september and i think that's what the nun that's why the nun did so well is because it came out in that september kind of almost halloween kind of slot and it didn't really have competition up against it i mean it had peppermint whatever you know um and i think that's why it opened up so well and i think this being at the the start of summer i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know i'm gonna go around 15 Okay, so fifteen. I'm twenty five, twenty. Uh, I'll go. I'm. A, I'm gonna stay at twenty five. If I, I, I'm. I hope I'm if it right. Didn't, if it didn't open next to a quiet place like this, I might have gone. I would have gone a little higher. But I just think that yeah. suck all of the sales out of the contrary. Yeah, and I think. Um, uh, I. Uh, I think a quiet place part two can do. What did it do for the three day? Forty eight. Mm-hmm. I think. It can do. I think it's gonna do a drop. You know how horror does. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm gonna say. So I don't know. Actually, I think you're right. So maybe I'll go twenty, twenty five for a Quiet Place Part Two, or thirty, and maybe The Conjuring Devil made me do it at like fifteen ish. Like yeah, I'll do like twenty two for a Quiet Place Part Two. Okay, um, and then we have some movies after that. I think after that it's in the Heights and stuff. So yeah, we'll predict that out. next week when we talk. Next week, we, hopefully, we can be back next week to talk about um, the Conjuring Three and how it did and stuff. I'm not expecting anything crazy, but we'll see how it goes. And I think that's it, everyone, for this week's box office beat down. Thank you guys for joining us as, as always, Larry. Larry, don't think I follow you. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. Okay, and you can follow me on 
Twitter and Instagram at Cinemaniac94, the podcast Cinemania World on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is it for us. Tomorrow will be Cinemania Live for myself and Hannah. We'll see what happens. I, there's some rumors about a Spider-Man thing tomorrow or Wednesday. Have you seen anything about that? There's some rumors. I mean, just because it was like, what, Tom Holland's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, so they think they, they got to do the Disney yeah. thing? No. Well, I the mean, thing is, I don't is think that, it's going to release tomorrow, but I guess we'll see. They usually they usually do Mondays. So, well, that's not Disney. Quote, unquote, the marketing is, is uh, Sony. So... We'll see. I think it's time for a trailer. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Cause uh we'll see. If anything happens, we'll be we'll be here tomorrow or Wednesday. I want to do a summer summer movie preview uh some point this week to kind of get into all the you know, next couple of releases. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.